I going to get a YouTube ad right away? <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. This is a real sure. B&H customer story. Jack and Barbara, professional wildlife photographers &H. and oh, B&H customers. Nope. Damn. What am I doing? I lost the video already. We're going to get there, I promise, guys. We're going to show some. I want to thank oh. Pulling Texas on YouTube for going to Wilcox and filming. And I want to show you guys a little bit of video talking with Greg Lasetto from the Heartland Pullers of the Outlaws, Rod Crawford. That thing is super <laughs> cool. What is going on now? That's not going wrong. Okay. That's not going wrong. Little Mater. Rod, that looked dang good. Yeah, it's uh, one of our local pullers here with a uh, six, uh, 613 naturally aspirated Chevrolet Big Block in his mini. Another one of our locals with a brand new tractor. This is the uh, second pass with it tonight. That's Robbie Fagunda's new one, right? Um, yeah, well, that's, that's actually uh, James Phillips. Phillips this new one. You'll see Robbie's here in just a second. Okay. Robbie built that one for James. And that was James's second pass. This is Robbie's second pass. So I know the back history on this one because Doug, who works for me, is really good friends with Robbie and. Something with too tall a rear end or something in that, and it did something from Europe or something. So yeah, he's he uh, he bought a brand new transmission and the gearing was way too high in it. Yep. Uh, and he couldn't get new gears and or the right gears in time, so but he yep. brought it and ran it anyway. No, that's great. I'm sure by the time he brings it back east, it'll be uh, running a lot better. Yeah, the Polar's Championship is May 19th and 20th, so we're a month out on that, and he's both yeah. of his tractors are there. I think this is the one Dwayne took to ride on, wasn't it, Greg? I believe so. He's got some very Yeah, he danced with the devil there, guys. So yeah. I think he was showing off for the crowd. He came right back around and laid down a good pass the second time. This is a young lady from uh, Safford here driving this. Tra she just bought this tractor at this pull, and uh, she's uh, learning this small block economod. Myst Mystic Brasher. He's nice. Been pulling with for a while nice well good deal we'll let that play a little bit and we'll just talk i'll okay. stop the screen for a second welcome everybody it's wednesday night april 19th uh greg and i are going to start doing a weekly show focused on the heartland um heartland division of the outlaw truck and tractor pullers and then rob crawford's with us tonight he is the president of the western state pullers they had their pull out wilcox arizona last thursday and friday Greg took the sled out there as well, and I think some of the pullers from Heartland came down to support that. And we had Rod on our West Coast show two weeks ago with John and the boys, Chris and Gish and everybody, um, for both pulling out there. And 
you know, when we think of Arizona, Rod, it isn't something we think of as, as a pulling hub and you're trying to you're trying to make something happen. And before we got on the show a little bit, you guys had mentioned, you know, some guys came down from Colorado and had a really good time. So Yeah, uh, basically Arizona's kind of been the black hole for pulling in uh, the western half of the United States because ah. there's not a lot of agriculture down here and now so you know not not a lot of pulling equipment so uh we're having to reach out quite a distance california up into the midwest over into texas to uh uh bring in uh equipment uh pullers but uh i can honestly say that the response from the pullers has been fantastic we've got guys that are traveling 1500 2000 miles to come pull with us so that's great that's great did um did Randy have anybody from NHRDA come over to your event? Yeah, we had uh, one uh, 3.0 diesel pickup out of Odessa, Texas. Okay. Uh, really nice running truck, uh, good-looking truck. Uh, guy had The owner had just uh, purchased it here this uh, spring or this winter, and uh, he made what, his third and fourth passes with it with us, didn't yep. he, Greg? Yes, because he had been out. He'd actually been at that Hammond, Louisiana pole. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a mid south pole, I think, Lissetto. Yes, was this like. Yep. Yep. So that's a good deal. That was a couple weeks ago as well. So, what's uh, how long have you guys known each other? What's the history there? I mean, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you say a long time. Just leave it at a long time, right, Greg? Yeah. You guys, you guys yeah, act yeah. like you like each other. So that's well, good. most of the time. I've known him back when i had hair if that if that helps well, prove take your hat off let's settle okay yep that's been a couple days <laughs> rod actually, actually rod actually originated not too far from where i live and uh, we worked together back when i i was running an antique sled back in the 90s okay and the sled that we saw in the videos and again thanks to um what's the young kid's name who does poem of texas uh his youtube uh chad i i don't Good. i don't I think so. He's I my. I don't know him. I didn't actually get to meet him. Well, we used his video there at the beginning of the show, so I want to thank him, give him a shout out Absolutely. for that as well. So, yes, yeah, it's Pulling Texas is in Wilcox, Arizona. So he shared some stuff on there. So, yep, good deal. Yes, and uh, kind of, to add to this, uh, Rod purchased uh, the Fagunda sled out of California for the minis. Yep, I knew that. So, so. we've been kind of working. Uh, we, we're kind of scheming a little bit that uh, we're actually going to try to get that sled up to Nebraska here. Um, through the summer when, cause I mean, things kind of shut down there in Arizona when it gets pretty hot Yep. and there might be a chance to get, you know, we'd really like to get some of the old naturally aspirated minis back out there in the area and see if we can't uh, maybe get something cooking again. Yeah. And well, that's actually, we're out, I need to go through the comments. There was a bunch of comments when we were playing the video. Um, I wanted to put them up on the screen. And I know Western series is bringing in the small blocks. I'm really good friends with Kevin Moore. And he's got that little diesel mini rod, and they're going to kind of run them together with Jaspers and Butsons are coming out of Illinois. And I know the oh, Econo really? mods, there should be a bunch of them out by you, I would guess. So, hmm, I, I had not heard about that. Okay, but I would think there would be some, like you said, if the naturally aspirated guys could come pull. I, I call them Econo mods. That's what I'm used to hearing here sure. in the Midwest, but I don't know if that's what you call them out in your neck of the wood. Out west, as I like to say. So, yeah. Yeah, there, there was quite a group of those in central Nebraska and eastern Nebraska and that, that, you know, it's kind of fallen off a little a little bit. But, you know, I, I think we could fill in a, a niche and for some of the promoters with that there, yep. you know, maybe even in our Heartland division. And, Rod, your sled, I, that's what, that was up here for a couple summers with the Outlaws when they were running the big minis. So Yeah, uh, Robbie had it up there for a while. Uh, and uh, um, I guess I – would say that uh, uh, our focus from Greg and my standpoint is uh, probably a little different than it was back then with that sled. But because uh, uh, Robbie's been into the blown stuff for so many years that uh, I think he uh, kind of patterned his operation around the blowns more or less than, than the natural or the injected or naturally aspirated. Yep. Uh, so uh, Greg and I are, are kind of wanting to, I guess, uh, apply a little of the economy idea and maybe get, give the guys a chance to pull some of those older injected, naturally aspirated minis out of the barns and yep. and come back out on the circuit. And uh, 
not necessarily have to compete against the Grand National stuff all the time. So we had, <clears throat> I interviewed Ken Venny a couple weeks ago. We had him on Let's Grow Pulling on a Monday night, and he said, what good to do to keep making all this horsepower? All I do is make the sled harder to pull. You know, and that, when Ken Venny says something like that, I was like, you know what, you're right. Um, we all keep wanting more and more and more. Men are, by nature, men are stupid, and I'm not picking on the women that don't, that pull as well, but we just always want more. We're never satisfied. You know what I mean? Like in my class, yeah. the 401 class, it's all about tires now, guys. It's tires is everything. Yeah. If you don't have a set of this or set of these parts or, you know, it, it's it's crazy the amount of money we spend just on a set yeah. of tires to go to win the same amount of money. And there was a um, – I'm not picking on any pulling association, but somebody dug up some purses, you know, money winnings from the 70s and oh. 80s from the NTPA. And it's lighting up a whole. They sent they sent me the same information, and I'm going to use that as a spinoff on of those of you that are against full pull bets or don't think it's going to be good for pulling. We're we're spending ten times ten times easily the amount of money to go pulling for the same amount of money as we were thirty or forty years ago, and that's what really it, it, needs. Jason, to I've got I've got a flyer from uh, Garden City, Kansas. Had a big NTPA pull back in the day, and they had like a forty thousand dollar purse in 1978. You do yeah. not want to do the the math on that in no. today's numbers. No, and you know, if we can bring some of the, and I don't know, I, inter I did interview Schreier about a month ago as well. We had him on the yeah. show. I went to his house um, and he talked about Wrangler and Redman and some of those sponsors like that back mm -hmm. then. And uh, I think even the cigarette companies, the, one of the big tobacco brands was big into pulling right before, I think they killed yeah. it with uh, NASCAR or whatever, if that legislation came through Congress and shut it all down. But I just, I'm excited how far, Rod, how far is it? How, how many miles is it from your house to Lissetto's house? Uh, about uh, what? I'm saying it's right at 1,000, I think, isn't it, Greg? Nine, okay. 975 miles, to be exact. Okay. So, <laughs> cool. It's a pretty good run. Yeah. It's a pretty good yes. run. Rod, how many polls, like when you say Western States pullers, um, how many polls do you guys have a year on your own that are Western State? Right. Uh, when we first started a, a year, a year and a half ago, we were trying to generate quite a few pulls, and we figured out that maybe we were overstepping ourselves a little bit. This year, as far as Western states right now, uh, we had the pull here uh, last week, a two-day pull. Uh, we're looking at uh, a pull in uh, either October or November. We're kind of trying to work with the Midwest guys and harvest so that we can not um, find a either just before harvest or maybe toward the end of harvest where the guys can get away and come down. So yep. we're, we're balancing those. What we're really long range shooting for is uh, a winter circuit. Uh, Jason, where uh, we start down here, March, April, uh, or end up in March and in April and start in very late September, October and pull through the winter. And hopefully with, with some more venues opening up down here, we can do maybe four or five good size shows. And uh, it worked out pretty good working with uh, Randy at NHRDA this time. Uh, we juggled our show a little bit so that the guys could go up there on Saturday and uh, that's a possibility in the future, not only with them, but whoever else, uh, the bigger uh, pulling groups that want to come down in this area, we'd be more than willing to work with them and uh, try to not create some scheduling conflicts if at all possible. Right. So now, Greg, just like you guys kind of do some of your guys live closer to Rod or does, is it a pretty good run for all of your guys to go down and pull with Rod? Yeah. It's it's a long ways for all of us, honestly. Okay. Uh, they're, you know, they do have some local pullers down there too. So you know, it's, you know, but most of our guys, like I said, there was a one guy from from the Greeley area, Greeley, or just well, he was honestly just right outside of Windsor, Colorado, where we went. You know, so I mean, but that's only you're only talking 150 miles closer, so still a good 600 miles. There is is some guys, there is a two-wheel drive guy in northern New Mexico that usually comes that couldn't get off of work this time. You know, so it it, it is sparse down there at the moment for pullers. 
Yeah, Jason, we we've uh, for these polls, we've we're drawn from as far away as in Missouri, Kansas City. Uh, Dennis Weber brought his mini out from uh, I think it's Grandview, Missouri, just outside of Kansas City. Uh, Dwayne Fister came down from Long Pine, Nebraska, which is in the northeast corner. It's two hundred miles uh, from me. Clarence Korea and Robbie came out of California. Uh, so uh, you know. This is this is why we have a uh, kind of a uphill battle down here uh, to to put on shows as, as what you're looking at at the video here, and what thank thank goodness Greg is uh, working with us, and uh, so many of the Heartland pullers are are uh, working with us. Uh, we, uh, the guys out of Wyoming and stuff. He just they're just super people and they're really going out of their way to help us out. That's what's good. Rod, what is your history like? Cause you know, you have an uphill battle again. We're not making fun of it. It's just not a lot of pullers in your area. What makes you want to do this and I guess fight the good fight for us truck and tractor pullers. Well, <laughs> uh, you can blame uh, Greg's dad. Okay. <laughs> and Greg. Uh, no, I, uh, I, probably got 40 years involvement in pulling and started out with the antiques in Nebraska and with Greg and uh, did some work with the National Antique Tractor Pullers Association for a while. And uh, uh, I just, I really love the sport of pulling. Uh, and I guess I've been kind of hooked to the sleds for some along that, uh, uh, I'm kind of parceled to uh, sitting in the sled because I get to go ever pass, not just once a night. So. <laughs> you know what? I like to hear that. I like to hear that a lot. Greg, is that your sled there, the red one? Yes, that is. That is our, our sled there, yes. Okay, gotcha. So let's check on comments. So again, Pullin' Texas, this is his video from YouTube. I got the volume turned down uh, just so, so we can keep talking. Dwayne Fister's checking in. Um, he, this is his tractor right here, right, guys? Yeah, yes. that's his 1086 or 1486 or 66, whatever it is. Dwayne can tell you, but uh, that's his international, and then he runs a another uh, cock shut in a small block class. Economy class. Daniel Christensen's checking in from Cheyenne, Wyoming. Oh, uh, no. okay. Buddy Hall. This is this was in Wilcox, Arizona, last Thursday and Friday. And that, that's about what 70 to 80 miles uh, east of Tucson, Arizona, right on Interstate 10. Okay, Carly. This is this is a guy from Rit that uh, formerly had been, spent a number of years in Bridgeport, uh, Nebraska. He's currently living down here in Arizona, and he just bought this ten eight or eighteen fifty Oliver, and he brought brought it by, and so we throwed him in there for a let him have a pass and see how it did. So, Carly Pastuka's checking in. She says, "Hey, Greg, missed being." But Dennis down there this weekend, thanks for keeping him safe. And just to fill you in a little bit, Carly uh, Carly has been driving some uh, Grand National uh, Mini with uh, some of our friends out of Wyoming. Yep. And she, she was down at the Wilcox Pool in September and October of last year. And uh, I was really slammed because I didn't have any help. And I bought both two vehicles and the sled down there. So she actually ran my turbine one night for me. Oh, cool. So, now, this is a cool-looking hot rod. Yeah, that is a hot this rod, is, too. It, uh, this is uh, one of our mini guys has got uh, also in the bud racing. And uh, so uh, this kind of an exhibition thing with uh, with his mud bogger. And uh, we have a lot of fun down here. We're, we're, we're not real rigid on what we do. We, we don't do turn safe. too many people away. <laughs> we do it safely, but we, we, we try to have a good time. Dwayne said wild ride bent both spindles on his tractor there on his wild ride. Jason Grout says, Greg, yeah, should find a way to run. Go, go ahead, Rod. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> he got a knock-kneed tractor now. Yep. <laughs> um, the, the one thing, I'll tell you, the, and this has been an age-old problem with the minis, is requiring the, the second sled. Yes. You know, oh, it, it, it is for promoters – and, and bigger poles yeah. too, Greg. Well, exactly. But see, like for me in, in the Heartland uh, division, you see these Economods pulling right here. 
you ought to see those hooked to that mini rod sled. They are at home. Yeah. So that, that's one thing that we're hoping to do is that we can probably pull a third of our show uh, with the uh, with the mini sled, which, uh, you know, hopefully will, uh, you know, appeal to some of the promoters of being as being worth it, you know. Yep. And we could also run a second track with that if we get into that, you know, that, you know, that environment or potential of doing that. Where's Jason? Jason Grout from Colorado, right? From Colorado, correct. Yeah. Yeah, because I met I met him out in Windsor last year. Yes. So. Uh huh. Yep. Dale Bartles, one of the announcers, is checking in from Chester, South Dakota. Yes. Bradley Sturgeon's watching from Kentucky. Bradley, you're you're doing a nice job on social media with pulling, buddy. Keep it up. I like to see that, Rod. Where do you post your results for the Wilcox poll? Where are those anywhere, uh, Rod? I will try. Should have them posted within the next couple of days. Okay. Will uh, they be on the? Will they be on the Facebook yeah, page? It'll be Rod? on the West. It'll be on the Western States Pullers Facebook page. Okay. Perfect. I'll put that link for everybody um, in the comments one, right now. One other thing. One other thing I'd like to throw out there. Uh, you know, we get a bad rap out west, but I would like to point out the dust that is at this track. It's not. It looks like a good track. Yes. <laughs> Can be done out here. It's just, you know, something our people need to take a little more serious that build the tracks. Yep. No, you're spot on. Um, that's for a Midwest guy. When you go west or south, that's like my first time to Florida. I thought I was going to run into sand pulling tracks and it was not like that at all. Yeah. Well, and understand, I'll tell you what, this is something else that Rod and, uh, and he's got other, uh, Dave Mink is another guy that helps tremendously with this pull. Uh, they have literally went to great lengths to haul in some uh, better dirt to this facility, and they have a huge rock issue there. So they, you know, they were able to work with some construction companies to get some screeded dirt and stuff to get. I mean, they there is a ton of work that's went into this facility, and it's uh, capable of running two good tracks. I mean, if this thing can get built up, they've they've got a good facility and working relationship with the city. Uh, it's a city park, very similar to like Windsor setup, you know. Gotcha. Gotcha. I like to hear that. Yeah, I mean, you have 35 feet, you know, for, per lane. That's really all you need. So, so we're, if you want to move tracks. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're running right, right now. We're running about 45 uh, okay. on this track that you're watching pull on here. Uh, well, Dwayne Fister, Dwayne Fister needs more, but I think everybody else yeah. could. Well, he, he sampled the whole track. <laughs> yes, he did. I mean, he's like, well. You know how guys go out there and poke around. He knew that it was good on the left at the start and then on the right at the end. So. This guy pulling right here is John Coons out of Greeley, Colorado. I, and, he uh, was in Windsor, Colorado. I got a picture of this Windsur, truck. Yes, and he. I'll tell you what's really neat, and this is what I love about our Heartland Division setup, is uh, he now is set up with a membership. He's planning on going to Ravana and hooking the Pro Stock class. He's talking about going to, to Wisner. You know, so it's going to be nice. Any of our guys that we get to come from out west that have not been familiar with where pulling is back east, it's great to get these guys a taste of that. Just and it makes them better pullers when they come back home too. Yeah. Well, and Greg, I we talked this morning or we were texting. I yeah. have to do a better job as your social media guy for the Outlaws to let people know about Heartland and you know what that brings to the Outlaws, what that does for you, and then the the co-sanction and stuff back and forth too. So yes. I got direct well, orders from Mr. Van Beek to step it up, Lissetto. <laughs> well, I, I needed it. No, I need. I want to help you. This is this is what I do. Yes. This is what I do for the outlaws. It's all good. No, that's that's great. Um, Tammy Tammy Hunick, I, I recognize her name. She says she's got a mini rod for sale. I think I'm. Yeah, they used to pull. They used to have, I believe, two mini rods. If I'm not yep. mistaken, before they got into the naturally aspirated two wheel drives. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. But I can. I know we Tammy can tell her to hang. If we get a pullout in eastern Nebraska, she'll have to hang up her sale sign and bring it. Yeah. She's got the – is her truck Dirty Deeds? Um, Two-wheeler? I can't remember. Oh, Lord. I can't yeah. remember exactly what it's called, but it's like a 57 or 8 International. Yep. I They they, I think they either won the points or they're – yeah, I think they won the points or they were super close. I can't yes, remember. she was right up there in the outlaw. Yes. I did see uh -huh. Terry Van Beek yesterday, and he's got his trucks rebuilt after the fire. So that is, I'll tell you what, nobody will match that paint job right there, nor no. probably will want to. Uh, Matt, this, Matt Hamada, this, Mike Schmiel has a mini sled and two minis in Schneider, Nebraska. I don't know him. Yes. Greg, do you know him? Yep. Yeah, he uh, he was the guy, him and his wife, uh, Gay, they were the ones that ran the uh, 
uh, Outlaw Hot Rod Mini Association for years. Okay. Okay. Uh, is that still active? Um, it, it, I don't believe it is right now. Okay. Now, this tractor running, this was a heck of a story. They literally bought this tractor in Bedford, Iowa here, maybe like over Easter. And yeah. This, this lady is from up, uh, I believe, somewhere around Steamboat Springs, Colorado. And that was her. Well, that right there was probably her first talk hook on it ever. She drove it like a champ. I like it. These are uh, these like are these 466 tractors, guys? Like these are the, our 3200 Superfield is what Outlaw calls them. Okay. It's a S300 box charger, 3200 RPM, 466 cubic inch limit. Um, okay. they, they run 20.8 cut tires. It's right now. It's this one of Lauren our classes Howitz. in Heartland that is growing. Yeah. Yeah. This is Lauren Howitzen out of Minute there, Nebraska. Yes. Okay. So some guys did some traveling to come play with you, Rod. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully uh, we can get some more if we can figure out how to get these guys to grow their crops on a different time of the year. <laughs> This is uh, Dave Mink. This is Dave Mink's redneck Cadillac, uh, sixty-two hundred pound single engine modified, five hundred cubic inch CAD supercharged. At uh, he he uh, he likes shiny and fancy. So, well, it looks we, good. We, we built that for him in the last couple of years, three years. His truck and truck and trailer matches that tractor perfect too. Yeah. Dave's Dave's a Marine. He was a Marine in Vietnam, and uh, he's uh, his truck is all military honor uh, theme on it. Uh, Jason, I'll, I'll try to send you a picture of it one of these yeah. first times. That'd be neat. Kaylee Tuma's checking in from Ashton, Nebraska. Mr. Fagundas is on. He says mini trucks, and I think what he means is by uh, that's another class you could have with the mini sled, right? If, right? if, if we could ever get the old what are they like 4,300 pounds, small block mini trucks like they run in, uh, in Kentucky. Yep. You, you throw those on that mini rod sled and they'd be a blast. So we have a small easy. group in Wisconsin, um, Badger state dirt flingers, Greg. Yeah. Um, and they pulled them indoors a couple weeks ago up at new Richmond. There was like a garden tractor mini rod pull and they're the little S 10s. Yep. Is that, does that sound right to you? Yep. yep. So that'd be neat. I mean, guys, we do these shows like this to get some ideas. So get a hold of these people and, well, you're right. That would be a hoot. So, yeah, there's a S10 uh, sitting in my yard here, waiting for rear end under to go in that class. So nice, because you know that's the other thing, Jason. What I'd love to do to get Rod set up is, um, if I, I'm right now planning on leaving my sled there in the winters. Okay. You know, and then we can maybe put some kind of you know a schedule together where we can get people to travel, but throughout the year. I'd love to have him set up to where he could pull the Economods, some minis, some of these mini trucks and some of that to where, you know, they would have the option to pull the rest of the year without everybody. Because we need to, no matter what you do, if you're going to grow this deal, some of it has to be local. You know, you can't just completely rely on people driving a thousand miles. Well, totally. Yeah. Those are special, special trips this, like that. This little tractor, this has got quite a history. This is actually the old deer fever. And really? Yes, that that's Gary Whip's original, well, not original tractor, but he had that thing clear up into the late nineties. It's a runner. And, uh, Dan Christensen's got it going, and I'll tell you, it's going to be, um, it's going to be a tough customer in that light limited super class. He's not been messing around with that thing. Yeah, it looks good. Looks good. He just got off a of Meister's Dino shortly before making the trip. I like that. Rod, do you have a lot of fairs? Like, I'm again, I, excuse me for my ignorance, but I'm just from the mid Midwest. That's really all I know. Just these last couple of years, I've been talking more to the California guys and the Florida guys. But do you have fairs in Arizona that, you know, like us, you know, the Demo Derby's one night and the concert's one night, the truck and tractor pulls usually one or two nights. Do you have that kind uh, of setup up there, Rod? Unfortunately, uh, not so much uh our fairs down here because so much of arizona's history is ranching uh it's uh rodeo horses uh 4-h is a big part of every fair down here okay and uh i have been invited to some of the fairs to do some stuff at different times and uh 
you have to be really, really careful with what you bring or when you perform because uh, uh, I we used to laugh at the, one of the bigger fairs down here where they had us pulling. If we'd have brought modified stuff, we'd have been buying a lot of rabbits and chickens and stuff in the 4-H barn. Gotcha. We just scared, we just scared them to death. Um, so, Jason, I'll, I will tell you one thing that uh, will be a target for us. Uh, the Arizona State Fair is like a month long, and it's in October. It's what? a month. Yeah, it, it's you need to look at that schedule sometime. And uh, it it was listed as the fourth largest uh, county fair or uh, state fair in the country. Okay. So I think you know, I to me, that's something that uh, if we could ever team up with uh, the Western states guys, I think we would have a chance. You know, that could be a fair with a huge but. Uh, fairly large budget that maybe we could work with them to maybe get some, uh, you know, a full blown outlaw show down there. And I mean, you said that's, that's, you said it's in October. Yes. Because Lufkin yeah, yeah. last year, Lufkin was on October, 2021. Does that feel right? Yeah. Greg? yeah I, I can't remember exactly when Lufkin is, but there would be some, you know, if we could get something done, uh, you know, that I, I, to me, that'd be a great, great venue. And we also have uh, somewhat of an asset of Ke Kevin Davis is now living right there. Just, yep in the Phoenix area. So he, yeah, he reminds me every time we talk, I talk to him like once a week that it's 87 and sunny where he's at. So he's, he's good about telling me, yeah. Jason, when we left to go down there, it was 80 degrees here in Bridgeport. <laughs> you know, we head down there. It's no different. It was really disappointing. Yeah. Until the, until it snowed like two days later. Yep. That was a good show guys. I mean, it looked like, I like it. Good stuff. You had a little bit of everything and, it's good. I like to see that. Well, and I tell you, the neat thing for me is we go down there, and it's just like every time we get down there, we just expose somebody else, you know. Yep. And uh, the other thing I will throw in, like when we went with the NHRDA guys in uh, Chandler, they're the, that next day after this. Yeah. Um, you, you can't believe the comments of people like, well, we didn't know this was going on down here. Or this, you know, I, I think we're going to have to continue fighting the fight, like you talked earlier. But, you know, if we yeah. can continue this on, uh, you know, we can't expect immediate success, but you, you know, you give us a few years to keep pushing. Yeah. Uh, I think we can get something, get something going. How far is this from Vegas? How far is Wilcox from Vegas? Yeah, it'd be about, uh, I'm guessing right at 500, 450 to 500. Cause we need to put, we need to put a two or three week little run together for everybody, Greg and Rod to, to really make yes. it worth, worthwhile. You know what I mean? To yeah. come out. So, well, and that's something that we're working on with Rod too, even with, with his Western States, if we can get Wilcox a couple days and then maybe have a week off and, and do a couple more days. Uh, one nice thing is there's very reasonable flights. Uh, I flew home from out of Tucson last, uh, when I left my sled down there and it was 200 bucks. Yeah. So, you know, if we could get some people that could, uh, um, yeah, that's going to be tough to get very many diesel supers down there, but, uh, if Esden Just, uh, Lane is going, I don't know if there's enough Crown Royal down in Arizona for Esden Lane. We'll have to find well, out. I, we'll find it. We'll bring it with us if we have to. <laughs> um, but no, what we we're talking about is it could be something, it could be kind of a little bit of a vacation pull that you could hook two days. People could go home and go back to work, or yep. you know, you could go see the Grand Canyon. Uh, Clarence Korea blew me away. Um, after Phoenix, he wanted to get out of there and get home. And he said that. Uh, he was literally five hours from Los Angeles. And I, I just didn't expect that from Phoenix, you know? Yeah. Actually, we're closer to the guy, uh, to Robbie and, and Clarence uh, than we are to you, Greg. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it's just, but it's Arizona down here and uh, is kind of a never, never land when it comes to the pulling, but, uh, the, the potential for venues to pull at, uh, and I mean, we were just in Chandler Saturday with Randy's group, and I'm telling you, the crowd that he had there was was awesome. I thought, and it was a very vocal crowd. They were backed up to if they had a decent uh, grandstand, like one of the pickup. Uh, you ever see the goosenecks that they unfold? The professionally yeah. built one. They had one of those, and then the rest of it was standing room only, and they were probably 
from 150 foot on out past almost to 350 solid people nice. and they had music going and their pickups backed up you know it was it, i'm telling you it was a different crowd than what i'm used to seeing you know at most pulls but it was great to see those people i mean the first time uh dave todd lit up the uh light limited uh super diesel you know 12 1300 horse uh there was there was a lot of people yelling and i mean you about it was it was crazy the response i love it yeah. well he mentioned that the you know that it's a different crowd at his events versus what we're used to. You know what I but mean? That's good. That's good it's for great. us. It's awesome because it exposes a whole new, a whole new gang of people, you know, yes. to it. So. Well, yeah. I, I, I would safely say that there was probably 95% of the people there that watched the pull at Chandler had no agricultural background at all. Yep. Yes. Correct. Yep. A hundred percent would agree. And I think I'm seeing more of that, like in the mini rod class, the more of the spark plug classes out here, um, you know, in the Midwest, they're not all just yeah. farmers. So, yeah. And I think that's why you see it. So um, question for you, Greg, Russ, Russ Dostal. Yep. Is there going to yep. be division, two division winners in Heartland or one single points winner? No, that's what, that's what we did last year is we kept it split up. Okay. From my old Heartland group and the mid America group to where we had points champions that were separate because to me, I struggle with uh, having a regional group and having pools that cover 600 miles. You know, that to me, that's, that, that's, that's rough to have people uh, stay bought in and continue uh, involved in the points races, uh, traveling that kind of ground. Yep. No, so it's like, we've ran it really kind of like two separate, uh, two separate regions really. That's good. Okay, cool. Now, one nice thing, and we'll continue to push for this, is we're getting more and more of the classes to align in rules because that is another big, big issue. And that's we run into that. Really, Arizona is not the issue, but you go like to California. Uh, boy, there's a lot of rules that don't line up with the rest of the country. You know, Super yeah. Farm and a couple of classes, but their mod classes are all their own homegrown classes. Yep. It's not that they're bad equipment or bad classes. It's just, you know, if we are going to get people to travel between, that's that's something that I think we need to keep an eye to. Yep. And yes, Rod confirmed that Jason that Mink's old Economod went by Semper Fi. So. Yep. He threw that in the chat there. Mud uh, Mudcat is watching on a YouTube or watch on YouTube out of Joplin, Missouri. Mister Kevin Davis is checking in. There he, there he goes. I'm behind on comments, guys. I apologize. We got a oh, lot. No worries. Which is good, but. Um, after I get my fair stuff done, we'll be able to help out more. Hey, cool, Kevin. That'd be great. But it, I tell you what, uh, and I got Rod in contact with Kevin earlier this year, and uh, it's great to have an asset <laughs> that's used to you know what pulling is back east. My dog got excited there. Sorry, guys. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Dallas Todd Greg has jazz drove your mom's big tractor. Yes. I'm okay. trying to think my, my daughter jazz, uh, she's driven everything that we have short of, uh, my mom's light limited super. Okay. Uh, and I got another kid coming along that's driven, I guess most everything as well, except for that light limited. Super. <laughs> Oh, oh, Biddy's a handful. Mom's about the only yeah. one can handle You're yeah. about the only ones that can handle it, Greg. Yeah. If you're just joining us, talking with Rod Crawford, president of Western State Polar's Greg Lissetto of Heartland, division of the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pony Association. Greg and I kind of wanted to talk to Rod tonight because they were just down to Wilcox last weekend, and then we're going to talk about the 2023 schedule. Yeah. All you Heartland pulling fans, um, I can't tell you every single poll is going to be live streamed with Heartland this year, but they're going to, we're going to try to do as many as we can. So you'll go to outlawpulling.tv. Greg and I need to have a separate phone call off the air, which ones we're yeah. going to do for sure. But you'll just for you fans, you'll go to outlawpulling.tv and they'll be listed right there with uh, now, the outlaw hooks it, as well. I understand, Jason, and I, you know, obviously you and I haven't talked about it a lot, but we are hoping that with that platform and, and what, you know, this equipment that we have, that we can run this, you know, cause I know you're going to be a hundred other places, Yep. but we're hoping we can get up to speed. And my goal is to get everyone that we can videotape. Yeah. We're, you're going to, I talked to speed sport yesterday. You're, they're going to train you guys. So. Yes. Well, yep. that's, 
it's not as easy easy as it should be for an old guy like me. Um, I'm uh, I have a lot of anxiety after yesterday. We have a lot to learn, but we we have Kaya back from last year, and then uh, Warren Bauer is going to come back and help me some. We have some. There's some. There's ten or twelve nights where we have to go take two teams out to go just for the outlaws, and that's yeah. not even counting your stuff. So yes, well, and you know what? It's a work in progress, and at our level, I I don't. I feel like we're going to be one of the first groups to get this done. This is when one of the the great things about us working with the uh, the outlaw, you know, the outlaw truck and tractor pullers, is uh, this year we're going to have a a small video board for advertising. And you know, if we get this live streamed, I mean, this is stuff that is just going to add value to uh, to our local group, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah, the Heartland Division, or the Outlaws have really given the Heartland Division. And under your leadership, Greg, it's been awesome. So thank you, Kurt. It's a platform. Well, they're giving me a platform to grow my group more. And that's, yep. you know, that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, Ron and Kurt have nothing but good things to say about you when I was with, I was with them Monday and Tuesday. So what did, and I don't know if you knew this, but the uh, world famous Ron Stone was down in, uh, I down did. Wilcox announcing. I did know that. Yep. I heard his voice in the video and then I talked to Ron daily. So he had told me you, he was heading down that way. You, you need to ask him about how cold he got there Friday night. J Jason, I want, uh, I want to. <laughs> he, he showed up in his shorts the first night, but he had his jeans on the second night. So, yeah. But I, I want to personally thank Ron uh, for what he did for us. Uh, he uh, taught me. Uh, he's fantastic. Uh, at what he does with the announcing and uh he was he was a great great benefit to our pool this time i i have to say it yeah he's very good at what he does very good at what he does good stuff i found a youtube video from 2020 um from wilcox i don't know if this is the same facility you're in today but i'm did just you know playing it's a scrappy sighting no, in the background? no yeah i did this was this was in the arena the arena uh, was uh, actually is uh, this pull was uh, put on by Arizona Truck and Tractor Pulling, uh, okay. the group that uh, that kind of responsible for getting started. And uh, Wilcox yes. uh, started out as antiques, and then we moved into uh, modifieds, and uh, uh, everything's just been progressing down here slowly, and uh, we're growing, and uh, hopefully we're getting better. Uh, but right. this was a fantastic pull this year, that 2020 year. Uh, we had uh, a lot of equipment there and some really nice equipment. Uh, Doug Meisinger was there with Scrappy. Uh, uh, we just wish that that was a great pull that uh, Arizona Truck and Tractor Pulling put on that, that year. Yeah, I, I recognize, I saw the Western State Polar logo on the sled, so I realized that was your sled. So. Yeah, that was the first year we had that they had their, our sled, and we were working in conjunction with them on that pull. And then, we, uh, Arizona Truck and Tractor Pullers owners uh, has chosen to retire, and so I guess uh, we're kind of the the game in town now. So, going to continue continue on with what they started. Yep. Uh, Trish Markham Jones says Outlaw Pulling Heartland Division Whistle Pig. Saratoga, Wyoming. I have no idea what that means, Lasetto. Well, Jason, I I tell you what, I've uh, I've went a lot of places and looked at a lot of stuff. And uh, the Saratoga, Wyoming, is southwest of Laramie, Wyoming. Okay. And this, uh, well, the owner of the whist whistle pig or <laughs> whistling pig, whatever that was, there uh, is looking at. He does a mud bog, and oh, okay. he talked about trying, trying to do a pull right there on the grounds of where the bar is, which I mean, oh, okay. potentially sounds like it could be a lot of fun, but uh, it just right now, believe it or not, our schedule is so dang full that we are struggling. We just don't have many weekends. Yep. There's not enough Fridays and Saturdays for those 90 no. days. <laughs> and, and we're getting there even in Heartland, which is kind of hard for me to imagine. No, that's a great thing. Yes. That is a great thing. Love it. I love seeing all the people filming with their video, with their phones. That makes me smile Yeah. because I know that's going on TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And that's good yeah. for the sport of pulling. So yes, I love it. I love it. Um, I got about five minutes left guys with um, Rod yep. and Greg. We're not going to get into the schedule. And I don't think let's settle. We can do it next week. 
let's do that next week. And, uh, you know, I guess I may just touch on a couple things uh, right yeah. now. We've got 19 hooks scheduled for this year. Okay. Um, three or four new venues. Uh, one thing I'm super excited about is Heartland has predominantly been western Nebraska. And if you look at the other end of it, we're pretty much just eastern Nebraska. But we're actually filling in two or three poles in central Nebraska. So hopefully we can get that back because uh, central Nebraska used to have a bunch of great poles. And hopefully we can kind of get that back aw uh, awake and alive and breathing again. No, that's good to hear. That is good to hear. I think the more like to Rod's point, starting out early, you know, just the more we talk about it, and it's just going to take time. It's nothing, nothing yep. good happens fast, and nope. you just got to keep plugging away at it. So, no, for sure. Rod, what's your biggest takeaway from Wilcox this past weekend from you as a promoter and as a president and all that good stuff? Actually, I think uh, I walked away with from this one uh with a certain amount of uh gratification in that uh i felt we actually put on what i would classify as a professional quality pull good uh, the uh last october we struggled and we've struggled in the past and with track conditions and everything and this time uh and i would uh, solicit a lot of input from people that uh, were there, that have, that watched the videos and stuff. Uh, my goal is to to be professional and put on quality pulls, both not only for the spectators, but uh, my creed, personal creed, is to take care of my pullers first and uh, make sure that they're treated right and uh as fairly as possible uh you know without pullers you don't have a show without sponsors you don't have a show and without spectators you don't have a show so they're all uh very important but uh uh i guess mission is to make sure that my pullers are taken care of first yep but I, but I, I did walk away feeling that we did put on a quality professional show. Uh, no, it's not at the level of Outlaw or uh, NTPA or PPL, but for where we're at in our organization, I think we did well. Yeah, and don't compare yourself to people that you're not either. Know who you are, where you are in life, and just do the best you can with what you got and make it great, and that's good. You know, there's been a lot of comp comments, Rod, like this. You know, from Dan Christensen, Rod is a class act and treat us all, treat all of us pullers great. Multiple people said that in the comments tonight during the show. So, well, and and I appreciate the the that from everybody that that makes my, all my effort worthwhile. Yeah, perfect. And on, on my end, I will tell you the one thing that's very important to me is is to get the track in the that stuff and the sled setting to get that similar to what you know. We don't want to drop off from what people are you know. <laughs> that go to some of the larger pulls, we want it to be very similar and as good as we can make it. Yep. Dallas Todd says, great show. Thanks to all you guys. Corey from Poland with Texas or Poland, Texas. So thanks Rod is definitely worth the trip from Texas. Thank you, Corey, for having the video. We shared that there at the beginning of the show. So. Yeah. Uh, and next time tell, tell him to not be afraid. I mean, please come in a, and visit with us. I was busy running around a lot, but if there's anything he ever wants to do as far as putting cameras on the sled or anything, We'd love to help out however we could. Dwayne Fister says, Rod, you and Dave are more family than friends. We'll always be there if we can make it. So, well, We appreciate it. Uh, we really do, Dave and I both, and, and the rest of our group. Uh, we, we've really developed some tremendous uh, relationships with uh, people over this, and uh, we want to expand it and make it better. That's, that is awesome. That is awesome. So every Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, set, uh, set your sundials for Greg Lissetto and I. I haven't thought of a name for our, our show yet. It might just be Live Lissetto. I'm having a little fun with that, Greg. I haven't. Uh, but no if, anybody's, if anybody's got any good names uh, for the show, let me know. be fun like that. But we're, our focus is going to be promotion of the Heartland Division of the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pulling Association. I want to put a big spotlight in Heartland. 
to let other associations know that might not be a bad idea to call Kurt Van Beeker, Ron Stone, and say, what can you guys do for us? And if we can be part of that, when you get to work with Beer Money Polling Team social media, that's not a bad thing either. So it's all good. It, all the good other there. thing I'll add, if they ever have any questions, my phone's always on. Uh, you know, these other groups, if they'd ever want to talk. And uh, the, one other thing I'll add, Jason, I've always worked with some of the groups, even out west, several times with uh, we're trying to get the safety rules up because that's one thing that we do fall down on as we head out into these uh, other areas, you know, to try to get the SFI stuff and try to get yeah. them up to our level. Like, I'm going to tell you, the one thing that drives me crazy is I see people not driving without gloves all over the place. You know, I don't know if they don't like their hands or what the problem is, but, you know, <laughs> we, you know, we want to see them do it proper. Yeah. Gloves and pants seem to come last. I've always noticed. Over yeah, the so. Gloves are the last. I'll guarantee yeah. you. Well, hell, I mean, I, th this was, this last summer was the first summer I put my shield, my, I made sure my visor was down every single time. And yeah. that's something I've never done in the past. And I, I mean, I pick on grand national guys about that. And well, go uh, look at Bob Barbie's video from about four or five years ago. If you don't need any proof, yep. he couldn't have had any eyelashes left. No, it's a, it's a quick, it's a quick trip. If you, if you know what I'm saying. So yes. Rod, thank you for what you're doing in Arizona. Please continue to work with Greg. For those of you that want to help Rod, get a hold of him. Contact Greg with Heartland. Um, and let's just keep working together, keep sharing stories, keep sharing thoughts, stay positive, and keep growing the sport because that's what that's what we're doing. I mean, it isn't we sure aren't hurting anything by talking like this and showing people yeah, this side of the business. So on the human side of the business, I think it's important. So Jason, one right. exciting I really appreciate the opportunity. That I appreciate the opportunity to be on with you and Greg, and uh, hopefully we can do it some more, and it, we'll try to keep everybody up to speed on what we've got going down here in Arizona in Never Never Land. So. No, it's all good. It's all good. Greg, Jason, one more thing. Sorry. One thing I'm excited about is, you know, we everybody focuses pulling on the Ohio's, the Illinois, the Iowa's, but look what's going on in Florida. I, yeah. Irregardless of the banner they're flying, Florida looks like it's growing. It you is. Know, Texas has some strong pulling going on. California, you know, they've got some different factions, but stuff's going on there. You know, yep. it, Washington State, there's stuff going on. There's there's people interested in Montana. You know, I mean, there's other stuff out there. You know, and it's uh, no, they it's just starting to, to keep pushing. Yep. Yes, it's starting to happen. So COVID put a dent in it. We all know that, but it's starting to starting to call our way back out of it a little bit. So, Yes. Rod, Greg, have a great night. Lissetto, I'll be in touch with you this week, but plan on every Wednesday night at 7, okay, buddy? Deal. All right. Thank you, Jason. Right. Thanks for Thank watching, you. guys. Have a great Thank night. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.